Hi, and welcome to another expansive podcast episode. My name is Eric Kruger. And first off, thank you. Thank you for making this the number one most downloaded podcast in the business section of iTunes. We were delighted to wake up one morning to realize that we've hit number two on the charts on iTunes. And then the next day, we actually hit number one. And it's all because of you and you supporting this podcast and listening to the audio. Um, in fact, as we record this, there's been more than 50 hours worth of audio that's been listened to. So really, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for that. To meet your generosity with more generosity, we decided to release three more episodes in one go. So this will be the first episode and there'll be two more to listen to right after this. This was perhaps one of my favorite episodes. It is uh, a, a little bit of a discussion about three incredibly powerful words, courage, curiosity, and excitement. Enjoy the episode. John, how are you doing, dude? Hey, what's happening, brother? I'm uh, in Amsterdam, sitting in my hotel room. So excited to be recording this with you this morning. Yeah. How, how are you? Where are you? Uh, in Joburg, heading to Cape Town. How amazing is, uh, is Amsterdam? A magical little city. Uh, been around for hundreds of years. You can feel the depth of... Um, I don't know, just the depth of living here. The people in Holland are also very uh, accepting and inclusive. Mm. Um, I was thinking deeply around the fact that they have the lowest um, sexual crimes, the lowest use of drugs, the lowest use of sort of these, anything that we deem negative in our societies. Mm. And here they are giving us all access to it and how societies that have deeper shadows around alcohol and sex and drugs make it such an illegal process. And the Dutch people have dealt with those shadows. And when you come here, just this freedom in the air, mm. freedom to be who you want, when you want, how you want. So it's fascinating just to look at the sort of societal structure in that way. You know? Yeah. yeah. What are you going to Cape Town for? Uh, dude, so we have an event called Catalyst Africa. Um, it's actually mm. run by, by one of our friends, Dale. And, mm. and Roy. Yes. Yeah, and, and my understanding is that the, what they're trying to do is create South by Southwest, but in Cape Town. Well, you know, I've, I've watched, uh, I forgot that it was actually on because I'm not in South Africa, but I've watched Dale and Roy put this together for the last few months. Mm. And if anybody's listening to this, I highly recommend you get yourself some Catalyst tickets. They're really well priced and uh, they have done an incredible job. I was looking at the graphics and the, the setup of the sort of speakers and what they're mm. speaking about and when they're speaking. And it's so, so great. And I remember speaking to Dale after South by Southwest and he came back so excited, you know. And, and you know, this is a couple of things, Eric, and I'm sure you'll agree with me every time you come back from an international trip or visiting a new culture, a new town, a new city, you come back with so many new ideas and new mm things bubbling up and this was a birth uh, birthing of a seed for Dale when he went to South by Southwest. So yeah, I'm so excited to see what he's going to do with it. Yeah, dude. And I couldn't agree with you more The even the, uh, the professionalism around it. So, you know, often when you get booked to go and speak at an event, uh, I don't feel like the communication is always at the level where it needs to be. Whereas they've had a, a speaker liaison. That's been Matthew. That's been interacting with me every step of the way. It's just been like, it's been so seamless. And it's just been so professional and it's been amazing to have that interaction off the bat. Can so, I make a suggestion that you tell Dale that? I think he'd love to hear that. And in fact, I'll, I'll tell him afterwards because I think that's important for him. He's a pedantic mm. uh, 
fussy guy. And mm. uh, so, so he, he's got very high standards. I think you'll love that. Dude, so let's dive into uh, the topic for today. So we've been riffing a bit offline about what we're going to speak about. Um, where do you think we're going today? What do you want to speak about? You know, I, um, I was absolutely flabbergasted when you messaged me a couple of days ago. I was sitting in Copenhagen. I was in Copenhagen to do a, a trend course with the uh, Copenhagen Institute for Future Studies. And I was sitting in the hotel room after a full day of lectures, pretty tired. My feet were tired. And I get a message from you and you're like, dude, I'm like, yeah, what's up? We second most listened to podcast in South Africa. Yes, yes, like, please. What? I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about it. I'm like, myself, no way. And so we, we go through this whole excitement, you and I, and we're sharing and we're bubbling. And, and then the next day we hit number one. Mm. And so all of a sudden we're the most listened to podcast in South Africa. And I'm like, hang on a second. What is going on here? I didn't even know this was a possibility <laughs> of any sorts, right? And then so I wanted to talk today about this concept of people um, doing either what's logical, what's ego-driven, or what's exciting. Hmm. And I think this example for me is just such a powerful example that hit home for me. Even though I've been practicing this formula for a few years now, I'm still totally surprised by the outcomes of what the universe gives us for courage, what the universe gives us for following our excitement. And we often get caught up in what we should do, what other people think is the right thing to do, mm. rather than actually mm. just getting down to being irreverent to what it is that excites us personally and gets us to the place of constant energy, constant innovation, constant creativity. And you know what the biggest trick to this whole world and sort of relationships is, is that people want to hang around with people that are excited Mm. People that are innovative and creative, they don't want to be hanging around with somebody that's well accomplished and they've got themselves a degree now, but they're boring, miserable <laughs> sods. You know what I mean? I do. So I think, I think the topic today is, is, is this concept that I speak about a lot and I'd love to hear your, con your sort of perspective on it as well is the power of the combination of courage, excitement, and um, curiosity. Mm. I think these three, the curiosity, excitement, and courage, I think this formula becomes an incredibly powerful link to your genius because, you know, we've all got pockets of genius above us. Um, uh, some people get their genius through writing, through design, through speaking, through sports, through whatever the case may be. And to access our genius becomes by far the most important thing we have to do in life, by far, because if you don't access your genius, you're only running on 10% of your, 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 your potential. And as Steve Jobs said in one of his Stanford or in his famous Stanford um, lecture, he said, until you've found your genius, uh, you won't even know what life's about, so don't stop searching for it. And mm. often people are, are perplexed by how do you access your genius? You know, I've done a degree, I've read all the books, I've gone through this process, where's my genius? You know, is my genius being the head, head of procurement for some big food company? Mm, odds are it's not. Is it being a partner at a law firm? Um, maybe, but I really doubt it because accomplishment doesn't equal purpose. 
And so before I dive deeper in, mm. because I mean, this topic is such a close to my heart, you know, tell me about your thoughts. Where, where you yeah, I actually think what we should do is we should uh, dissect each of those three in turn. So let's chat a bit about excitement because that's perhaps the starting mm. point. Uh, let's mm. talk about curiosity and let's talk about courage in turn. Mm. What do you think? I like that. Good. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, let's do that. so starting with excitement, mm. it's interesting because this year has actually been, uh, it's been an interesting year for me from an excitement point of view, because so, I mean, we'll speak about this at a later stage, but one of the concepts that's become really important to me is that we have to become dangerous, right? And we like, we've spoken mm. about this yes, and, and we'll, t- we'll talk about that at another stage, but the, one of the core principles of being dangerous is that you have to feel excited because mm. what happens is that we go through our days and there's a certain monotony to it. Mm. A- and I get it. Like you are so busy that you wake up in the morning, you try and get to work and you get home and you're tired and there's almost no time for self-awareness excitement. and for, yeah, there's, there's definitely no excitement because <laughs> yeah. we get stuck in survival mode. And so when yeah. you're in survival mode, excitement's the first thing that goes because it all just becomes about uh, gathering resources to get through the day. And so what yeah, I've actually been, been saying to like most of my clients is that if you want to get excitement back, and I think you have a more sort of macro approach, but mm. I was saying to them, find small moments of excitement. Mm. Start building it back into your day and like go on date nights again and uh, go and play golf again. Like start building in those things very intentionally, knowing that over mm. time, you know, it starts spilling over into other areas of your life. So the, well, Eric, every, I want to stop. Yeah. Sorry. I want to stop Go you there because what I think what that is, I think that's a great way to recalibrate your decision-making mm. back to excitement. Mm. But for me, it's a much bigger, broader mm. term of is the thing you're doing in life exciting you? Mm. You know, if you have to bring date night in to give you something to look forward to for the week, my God, your life is muff. <laughs> you know, and, and there was a great meme on Instagram that said, Mondays don't suck, your life does. Mm. And so it's that scenario is that, yes, I understand. And, and I think that's where your genius lies is to bring your clients through the process of rediscovering mm. those um, pieces of excitement. For me, I'm much more of a hand grenade. Mm. You know, I'm much more like, hey, wake up. Your whole process has been driven by logic and ego, none of it's been based on excitement. And you realize when you make decisions on logic and ego, when you arrive at what you think was going to make you excited, it doesn't make you excited mm. because the whole decision-making process was wrong. You know, mm. sorry to interject, but yeah, no, and, I, and I, I completely mm. agree with you. And I think that that is the macro part of it, right? Mm. You're saying that um, follow what makes you excited, but mm. I'm, I'm also, I often find that people don't know what makes them excited. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so, and so that's where like saying, well, at least, you know, at a micro level, you know, the date night makes you excited and you know that some of the things that you do brings excitement mm-hmm. into your life. And perhaps mm-hmm. the more excitement you can bring into your life, the more you'll align to something bigger that excites you. Well, you, you know think- what's so funny? You know, yeah. so I agree with you hundred percent, but how sad mm-hmm. it is that we have, and I get that often. I said, like, John, I don't actually know what excites me. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. uh, I guess what excites most people is getting so, so drunk on a Friday night so that they have to forget about their stressful, anxious lives. And that kind of is the most exciting mm. part of their week. But, you know, excitement is brought about by a level of curiosity and curiosity mm. has been drummed out of us at school. And, you know, when we went to the teacher and said, teacher, um, you know, what really excites me is flowers. And your teacher said, that's cute. Let's all sit here and do algebra together. Mm. 
that, you know, curiosity got drummed at us from a very young age. And it really is about going back into a world where curiosity is the leading decision-making process so that we can create a unique signature of who we are in this world mm. because everything around us has been commoditized. You know, it doesn't matter how good a lawyer you are, accountant you are, engineer you are. It's all commoditized. You know, with coaching, every Tom, Dick, Harry and his dog is a coach because that's yep. just what they've decided to do. And mm. you've got your masters and you've really dived deeper into it and you understand that, you know, the, 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 the sort of magic formula in today's world is your excitement, your curiosity, mm. your, your courage that gives you this opportunity never to compete, but always to collaborate because you've got mm. nothing to compete against, you know? So, yeah. So I think excitement becomes really, really important for us to realize that excitement is our connection to our purpose. Yeah. Excitement is the emotional state that we've been gifted with that gives us the idea that we are on the way to become more purpose-led, more driven by our why and more access to our genius. Mm, I love that. And I think it's the perfect segue then for, for moving into curiosity. Um, how do you cultivate curiosity if it's been drummed out of you? Mm, good question. Because I think first, let's understand that you are able to make decisions from three parts of your body. You can make a logical decision, what your parents told you you should do, what society suggested you should become, what your friends at school said they want to become. And those are all very logical decisions, mm. but logic never makes you happy. It doesn't bring you a place of joy. Logic is about living a linear life, not an exponential life. And so logic is something that's been brought about to us by STEM, by science, uh, technology, engineering, maths, whatever that thing mm. stands for. I, I don't even know it because I'm so cuck at school, so I don't even know what STEM <laughs> is. So the, the STEM concept where the world was ruled by engineers and mathematicians and accountants and lawyers, STEM was the logical thing to want to focus in on. And so the second way we can make decisions is through ego. And the best way to describe ego made decisions is by you going to a restaurant, knowing what you want to eat, but then letting somebody else order for you. That's what ego is. is you're mm. making decisions based mm. on other people's perspective of you, not your perspective of you. So the first thing is let's become aware are you making decisions out of logic or ego? Mm. And both of those are not curiosity. And curiosity for me is what draws you every time you switch on YouTube? What draws you every time you read a magazine? What draws you every time you walk into a bookstore? What books are you attracted to naturally? Is it gardening, life-saving, dogs, horses, mm. hair, fashion? What is it? Mm. And the biggest problem we have is people say, well, I can't make money out of my, fashion, my passion. And I'm like, oh my God, that programming is so broken. I just put on Facebook this morning, follow what makes you most excited, not what you're supposed to do. And somebody made a comment, um, yeah, I love traveling, but I have to work. What a terrible life. And I said, well, <laughs> you know, you live in the age of the internet. You know how many people travel around the world and get paid for it? Why have you not stretched your imagination and your sort of audacity to do that? So curiosity for me is what makes your uh, butterflies in your stomach, what gives you the opportunity mm -hmm. to research something till three in the morning, which actually, you know what? I think maybe the best description is curiosity gets you to lose time. Mm -hmm. You don't know that you're spending hours going through that process. I think yep. your biggest curiosity could be golf, Eric. And your dog. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what if, you, if you look at my YouTube history, you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> you're either with Axel or you're playing golf. I don't you anything else. Uh, yeah. Dude, yeah, I, there's a couple of things that come uh, like uh, top of mind for me when you talk about curiosity. And the first is that 
and it's actually part of my talk for tomorrow is that we have to really cultivate a beginner's mind again, where we, we live in this world where we have an abundance of ideas. And because we have an abundance of ideas, ideas have become cheap. And mm. so like we, we almost feel like we know all of it, right? Like mm. everything is already there. Mm. Um, but I think when you become curious again, you start looking at old ideas in a new way, you know? Beautiful. And like, so it's that whole Shoshan thing, the beginner's mind, you know? Mm. And it's, it's about rediscovering things that you might have learned before, but saying, well, how does it now apply to my life? And curiosity has to be driven by, well, how does it ultimately improve my life? How does it shift my thinking? Mm. Um, at least for me, I think, I think that's really important. So, you know, the thing with curiosity, Eric, is that it's so unique to you, bro. Yeah. And to you. It's, you know, based on your lineage, your family, your culture, your subculture, you mm. just keep going. Mm. And these are the things that make us unique in our own very, very key place. And if you watch that show, The Chef's Table, those chefs, those top 50 chefs in the world, they are so curious about that specific part of food mm. combined with that specific type of fusion. Mm. And I think it, that's a genius and what they do is driven by curiosity mm. because you can never become an expert, a specialist and an absolute person that's fascinated with that topic. If it didn't mm. start off with curiosity. And so I think part of that is front loading better questions, right? Like asking mm. better questions all the way through. Mm. Okay. dude. Let's move on to the last part. Courage. So we have curiosity, we have excitement and this all has to be birth to life, right? There has to be something that happens from it and that requires courage. Tell me about courage. Yeah, you know, I did, a, I did a video a little while back called the ROI of courage, you know, the return on investment and courage. And if I think about my life and how I've stepped out of my comfort zone and what it's done for me, um, and I think for anybody listening to this, I think your number one piece of courage is to ask new questions that are not logical and ego and actually through curiosity and excitement. That's your first step towards being courageous because you're letting go of all the bullshit from the past in order to create a new reality in the future. And that needs to be based on courage. But for me, just very quickly, I moved to London when I was 21 years old. Um, I was pretty cool in Joburg, in Eden Vale, where I came from. You know, I had all the right clothes and the right friends, get into the right nightclubs. I'd, so I thought, you know what, I actually want to go and try something new. I went to London and in London, I just exploded with ideas and it changed so much about myself and I got my first business in London. I found a pair of shoes called acupuncture footwear, brought them back to South Africa and that began my career into entrepreneurship. I bought restaurants and so London stretched me and I got a, such a gift from bringing those shoes back to, um, to South Africa that really kickstarted my sort of entrepreneurial drive. The next time I was really courageous was going to go to Singularity University and, and studying to become an executive program, part of the executive program. Um, I knew that it was very difficult to get into. So I really went through the whole, every different way that I could get in because there's thousands of people that apply, but only a hundred get accepted. And so I got myself, got into the executive program. And I mean, there was a plethora of celebrity CEOs sitting around me from the CEO of Gucci to the CEO of Accenture to the CEO of 
the Russian air, airline. I mean, also so many of these people around me. And I was so excited to be accepted. And then they gave me the bill for $15,000. And, you know, I just started out my career then. I didn't have 350,000 Rand lying around. So I went from an incredible level of excitement to be going to panic that where I was going to get this money from. But, you know, I went there. I became an executive program alumni. Plus, I became faculty member. And then that, again, boosted me. Mm way into the stratosphere as far as my sort of um, my, my, my career is concerned. And, you know, I've just moved to Dubai and uh, the courage that I've got from moving to Dubai, you know, I've told you in uh, secret and in other chats what's happening to my career and uh, the, the sort of opportunities I'm getting. I'm not going to speak about them here, but the opportunities I'm getting are surreal. I mean, just where I'm being asked to speak and how I'm being asked to speak. And I'm sure by the time this podcast comes out, we'll also be putting it out into the ether that I've now become an associate partner of the Copenhagen mm. Institute. Yeah, congrats. Amazing. Okay. Mm. Thank you. And those are, you know, some of the world's best futures. Again, stretching myself, coming to Copenhagen, putting myself in a course. And, you know, there was 12 people in the course from nine different countries around the world, from Australia to Brazil to South Africa to Dubai. And so, again, the sort of courage is about stepping out of your comfort zone without knowing what's going to be happening and then watch the gifts arrive. They arrive mm. in multitude. Mm. And as Dr. Joe Dispenza says, he says, the unknown has never let me down. So put yourself mm. into the unknown as often as possible. That's so amazing. Such a big step towards mm. realizing our best selves. Tell mm. me about you. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to end it with this. So I actually recently also made a video about courage. Um, mm. then know how that ended up happening, but so it was a, a video about the timeline of courage. Right. And essentially what I said is that there are, I think there are two moments of courage and we can either be courageous today. And like you said, step into the unknown, willingly step into the unknown and, and willingly try and look around the corners because the future is full of corners and you can't see around them all, but like mm. that can't prevent you from actually trying to look around the corner and mm. taking the step forward. Mm. And if you do that today, you know that you change the future because what you do today reverberates into the future. So when you do it today, you ultimately impact everything that could happen in the future. And that requires courage. If you don't have the courage to do that today, then down the line at some point, you're going to have to muster up some real courage because what's going to happen is you're going to have to wake up one morning and realize that you've squandered your potential. You have not lived up to the, the potential that you had to what you could have achieved, to what you could have done to who you could have become. And you're going to have to take the courage to look in the mirror and to acknowledge that to yourself. Oh, and yeah. And when you think about it, perhaps these two moments of courage require the exact same amount of courage. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And if that's true, then why wait? Wow. That is profound, Eric. Wow. I haven't watched this video. I need to go watch it. I love it that we've both made videos on courage, but from yeah. totally different angles. I didn't mm. even know that. I didn't see that video. Oh, wow. That is beautiful. Dude. Sure. Fantastic. Amazing. Do you think that's a good place to, to end this, this show? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. You know, courage, excitement, um, curiosity. As we're getting older, you and I understanding the levers to pull to access our genius gives us the opportunity to make podcasts that become mm. the most listened to in South Africa. Sure. What? What? Are <laughs> <laughs> dude listen I, I think this has been an amazing episode thank you so much for sharing with us and congratulations on uh, the amazing accomplishments that's happening for you so we'll we'll catch up again soon and yes. uh, 
until next time. Okay. Ciao, everybody. Ciao, Eric. Bye-bye.